Hi, my name's Jackson Ross and I play football for Tennessee. You're listening to the No Playbook Podcast. Hey, thanks for checking out the show. It's the podcast where we talk with the outstanding athletes, coaches, and experts that help to make sports and fitness such an important part of life here in the Southeast. If you're a Tennessee football fan, I've had several current players on the show recently. Uh, Jabari Small's been on the show, Jacob Warren, Squirrel White, just to name a few of them. But today, we've probably got one of the most interesting guys on the team joining me here on the podcast. Jackson Ross, Tennessee's punter, first freshman All-SEC punter since Dustin Colquitt, by the way. You might already know this, but uh, Jackson has actually spent the past few years as a pro athlete in Australia playing their Australian rules football. They call it footy. So he comes on the show. We talk about the cultural differences he's seen since moving to Tennessee. We talk about the specific differences in his style of punting compared to those other traditional specialists we've seen. And we talk about how the team is preparing for the upcoming Citrus Bowl game against Iowa. It's a great chat. I'll get right to it. Jackson Ross coming up. Sit tight. Recruit Me puts the recruiting process in your hands. Most student athletes wait for college coaches to discover them, but coaches are busy and don't always have the time to find them. Recruit Me allows you to build an online profile to share directly with college coaches and is designed to help you enter all of the information coaches want to see your stats, your highlight videos, your academic information, your social links, and more. Plus, our team is here to make sure that your profile stands out with personalized suggestions. With over 25,000 coaches in our database, our premium plan gives you access to D1, D2, D3, and NAIA coaches across the country. And more importantly, gives them access to you. Enter your schedule of games and tournaments to let coaches know when and where you're playing so they can come out and watch you shine. Then communicate with interested coaches via our chat feature. When it comes to recruiting, don't make coaches research you. Do the work for them. Get started today at the Recruit Me app, on the web, and in the app stores. At D1 Training, what we do is in our name. Our D1 athletes become D1 athletes. Whether it's Los Angeles Angels pitcher Ben Joyce, high school soccer national MVP Brindley Murphy, or first-round NFL draft pick Cole Strange, we help all athletes reach their full potential. Five-star training system comes straight from D1 strength and conditioning programs, and D1 has trained over 2,000 professional athletes. Many of them started as young as seven years old. Check out D1Training.com to learn more about their facilities in Hardin Valley and Sevierville, and coming very soon to Maryville and the Tri-Cities. Did you guys have practice tonight? Uh, no, we had, what did we have? We had something pretty early this morning, actually. We had a full practice, but it only went for about an hour and a half, so it was pretty pretty low-key for, for me, exactly. I just held a couple balls and was out of there pretty quick. Yeah, is the, uh, the, the specialist, you guys have uh, light practices? I mean, at the moment, like, it's it's all relative to like the young guys and stuff like that. So like we don't even have any pump here. We don't have kickoff. We don't have anything. So like we just do our own thing basically. And they were we're inside today so fuck. We were we were warming up out in the ice, the specialists. We got shafted yeah. to the outdoor for a bit, but it was pretty low key for us. My roommate all through college uh was a punter, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So I I wonder if if you are the same way. He just all the time, like for four years in an apartment at all times mm-hmm. was practicing his drop. Yeah, I can't say I'm that that technical with it. I think I've kicked enough balls to to know what's what I need to do. Um I guess my style's a bit different as well. Like rolling out and stuff, it's not as you know, not as 
repetitive. It's sort of it can just like it happens on the fly sort of thing. I know what where the where people are going to come from and stuff. So it's just it's very natural for me, and I just hope for the best. Really, you've got that muscle memory down. You've done uh, I'd hope so at this age, mate. Twenty four and kicking on. Yeah. So so talk about that. Uh, I guess experience. So you you come here. You're a freshman technically this year at Tennessee, mm-hmm. yeah. but you've already spent time as a professional athlete. Yeah, it's a bit different. Um, a lot of us Australian boys sort of come down this pathway. So I got drafted out of high school into the Australian Football League. Um, sort of kicked away there for three years until I got cut, and then so I was I guess twenty one, twenty two then, and then was looking at what I do next, and had a good friend. Um, Tory Taylor, who's from Iowa, uh, he just won the the best player in the country. He went to I went to high school with him, so he sort of said you'd be silly not to go down to pro kick and have a have a go and just see what you don't have to like commit, but you know kick the American football and see if you like it and see if you got the leg for it. And sure enough, I did that, and sort of one thing led to another. And a year and a half later, I was at Tennessee. So pretty pretty crazy little story, and I guess a lot of the boys are like that, but it's it's pretty special. So, like, you skipped that, saying a year and a half later you're at Tennessee. I feel like there's a lot of – there's there's story there. Like, how how was it Tennessee that you ended up with? Um, So, like, we, I joined a program called Pro Kick, which pretty much trains all the Australian punters um, who come over here. And I think there's more than 50% of the D1 punters are Australian. I think it's almost getting to, like, 60, 70. So, it's a big number. Um, and it's it sort of works different. You sort of – join the program you just punt you just like it's simple it's just like punting in lines like everyone's just there's like 50 lads down there and it's just like just work on your craft and got some good coaches and perfect some things um and then as time goes on johnny who runs the program he's reaching out to schools schools are reaching out to him saying we want this and he's saying we got this and kind of a best best fit scenario for each school so i guess coach Eck wanted a I guess rugby style guy and we all can do rugby but like my whole time pro kick was just learning how to spiral so in Australian football we kick end over end every ball and then obviously we've all got like the sort of leg speed and stuff like that but then to actually perfect the spiral is what I was doing pro kick and that's kind of what I thought I was going to do forever like from then on but I guess we got a different sort of philosophy here and um, it seemed to have worked pretty well this year and hopefully got let a lot um, of improvement left in me as well what is the difference in the way you strike it to affect it spiral versus end over end uh, so when you kick end over end you're pretty much like dropping it and kicking the point of the ball so it sort of spins backwards whereas a spiral you sort of hold it on a bit of an angle and you hit the belly of the ball and it's a spiral is pretty like you got to perfect the ball to like make it actually like spiral so um it's different because like you could kick the cleanest, cleanest spiral and it might be too tight. It'll just go straight down. Like it's just like that. But if you can get to float, that's where you get hang time and stuff. So it's a, it's an interesting little, I guess, craft to master. And if you can actually get the ball to float, which is, I mean, a lot of it comes down to luck at the end of the day, a little, a little bit of it, but yeah. How about the uh, citrus bowl uh, practices? How does uh, the team look? Yeah, it's going to be a, very different team, I think. You've seen probably a fair few guys going to the portal. So, I mean, we're definitely confident with what we've got. And 
Um, it'll be good introducing a few few new recruits and stuff like that in the next, I think Friday, they early enrollees come in. So it'd be cool to meet some new people and um, take a few freshmen under the wing and stuff like that. But, I mean, what, we've got three weeks now until the game. So, I mean, we're looking good and can't wait to get down to Orlando and run in some good weather against a good friend who I mentioned before, Tori at Iowa. So it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So he is a, is he a senior? Yeah, so he's his fourth fourth season and he's going to declare for the draft after this will be his last college game. So pretty cool, cool. to go out with him. Well, uh, I hope your buddy gets a chance to punt the ball a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sure, I'm sure he will. Hopefully, um, I don't have too many, but they definitely got pretty good defense. So I'm sure we'll both get our chances. Yeah. yeah. What was the game? Was it an NFL game recently where there was zero punts in the whole game? Yeah, I think there was. And then a couple of weeks ago, there was 25 in one game, I think. The Jeez. Jets versus the Giants or something. That was like 12, 13. It was crazy. Yeah, the Panthers have punted the ball. That's my team. and they... uh, Yeah. Bryce Young's having a bit of a hard time, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been, been a little tough. I think it's going to be for a while. Um, yeah. Now, uh, not asking you to break any news. I'm just uh, I'm curious. Are, are we going to see Joe Milton, do you think? Yeah, I'm sure we are. I mean, he's practicing stuff, so I wouldn't say why not. Um, but yeah, he's he's leading this team to, to win the other Citrus Bowl. Sorry. Got it. I, I didn't know if he was planning on uh, foregoing that since he got his Senior Bowl invite or what. Yeah, no, I think he'll be playing, definitely. Cool. So. Um, now, something that, that I've kind of heard about with you a lot is your other physical attributes. Like, what is your 40 time? I've heard it's like dash on the Incredibles. Uh, I haven't done anything official, but I guess running and stuff like in Australia, that's our whole game is running. So I've run a lot and spread a lot in my time. And, um, I mean, I don't do it as much here. I'm a bit more probably lazy, but I guess just like growing up playing Australian football put me in good stead for stuff like face and stuff like that. And played a lot of tennis and that growing up. So I think my arm's pretty solid as well, just from that motion, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, this could be just folklore, but I swear I heard that you run a four-five. Yeah, it'd be around that. I, okay. I can't say any exact numbers because we haven't done it properly, but yeah. So, so why have we not seen a fake punt? That's not up to me. I mean, I haven't called my own number yet. We'll see. We'll see what happens in Orlando if I just up one of the arm if I want to. But um, so I guess we haven't had many. I'm sure there are scenarios where you could, but it's never up to me, obviously. Yeah, I guess there's a chance in the Citrus Bowl, right? Hopefully, I'd love it. Is that something that you practice? Like, is there a play drawn up? Have you practiced like uh, on this one? You're gonna, you know, Jackson's gonna peel off left or whatever. I mean, we always just like mucking around. It's like to keep that stuff sort of ongoing, I guess, like in periods and stuff like that. But I probably throw more balls than I kick at the moment, so it's just like it's just like to fill in time. It sort of goes inside with actually like helping what could actually happen as well. Yeah. Now, uh, a stat that I saw is that uh, you're the first um, Tennessee punter to get all freshman team since Dustin Colquitt. But his brother, Britton Colquitt, he actually, in his first, I remember this, his first Florida game, he did call his own number. It was, really? it was not a called fake punt. And he got the ball, and whatever happened, he thought he had it when he threw a pass, and it, incomplete i remember i've actually heard that philip fulmer wanted to wring his neck but 
So that was a time when a punter did call his own number. Yeah, I think one of the Australian boys did in the NFL yesterday, actually. Um, Mitch Wisniewski for the 49ers. He took off and got the first down, like 40 yards or something, but it got called back for pushing the back downfield or something. So, But he did call his own number, which is got to respect it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> even if the coach isn't going to. Yeah, jeez. Um, it, it never come back. Right. It was, uh, was it tough for you to learn American football? Um, I guess my actual role, no. I've done that enough times and stuff like that. But in terms of learning the game and stuff, absolutely. Like, I didn't watch a whole lot of American football growing up, watched a lot of NBA, stuff like that. Um, but it's, it's definitely an interesting game and I've, I've come to enjoy it. I'm watching a lot more NFL these days and obviously watch college all the time. Um, but yeah, I guess there's still things that I like. I don't know where the flags are getting thrown. Like, like everyone knows what it's going to be for, but I've got to go like, what is it for? And then they'll tell me and I'll understand it. But in terms of punning <clears throat> and stuff like that, I mean, feeling rushes, sort of kicking behind a shield, kicking off a snap, just all that sort of definitely took me time. I mean, did a little bit of scout team punt last year and stuff like that when I was red shirting. Um, but then like when everything sort of changed over to like, this is Jackson's time, everything's for him. Like I was like, got so comfortable pretty quickly apart from that Virginia game, obviously, but yep. But, I mean, that was, you know, you're learning stuff and your first time out there. I think that was, that was, <laughs> that was fine. You know, folks are yeah. pretty was, forgiving. Looking, looking, looking back on it, it's pretty funny, but, yeah, I did cover a fair bit of whack from the outside world on the first week, which was a bit deflating. But everyone in the everyone at the football facility had my back, and it was it was fine after that. Now I want you to come uh, to D one sometime with uh, so Turbyville has yeah. trained with us for a long time. But mm-hmm. when it comes to just all that extra stuff you're talking about with a guy with your skill set, like mm-hmm. any kind of speed and agility um, and extra strength. Like yep. that's specifically what we work with athletes mm-hmm. on. But yeah, I'd love for him to to bring you down to the facility sometime. Yeah, for sure. I would love uh, to. So um what about when we talk about like working out um or hitting a weight room? Do you have a favorite workout exercise? Um oh, I say I don't like chin ups and I don't like all that Olympic lifting we do. <clears throat> I guess like in Australia, like majority of our stuff's like it's a, it's a running based sport rather than a strength, I guess. Um, so a lot of the lifts I'd never done before. I never hang clean, never done any of that Olympic lifting, really. Even squats, like we were doing it to pretty high boxes and stuff like that. So like, everything's been pretty new to me. <clears throat> I'm not the strongest person and actually not the most flexible or anything like that. So um, it's just, it's just weird, like how punning can translate from different sort of people, I guess. Like you have guys that are really strong and, that's how they kick, but I think mine comes down to the sort of touch and leg swing power and stuff like that. So it's all all relative, but they do a really good job here of sort of tailoring programs to what us kickers need and stuff like that. So when when big positions are doing certain exercises, we'll be doing stuff to improve our hip flexor range of motion and stuff like that. Like um, Schmidt, our, our head head dude, puts some crazy stuff out there for us. I mean, hung, hanging with like kettlebells wrapped around our ankles and just crazy stuff that I would never think of, but you can definitely tell it helps. Now you said that uh, like a 
super high number of D1 punters are Australian. Do most yeah. of them punt with both legs? No, nah, I think I'm probably the only one that actually does it frequently enough. Um, there'd be a few guys out there that could get away with it, I'm sure, like here and there. But, um, I mean, I'd probably, yeah, probably have the best both way, I guess, in, in America, I guess, probably. Because I, I was uh, surprising to hear such a high number uh, are Australian. And then I was like, I don't think I've seen many folks kick it with both legs, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good little thing to, I guess, have in the arsenal. I mean, just keeps team guessing and makes them, I guess, harder to scheme up a block, I guess. So they might, they might set up something to go right and I go left. So it's just like, it's just, it's kind of fun on that thing. And talking to a few friends i've got a fair few friends in the sec as punters who are australian and it's always funny because when they're playing us they have scout team punt and that person has to try and go both ways to give them a look and they hate it like it's so funny just like i can just try imagining guys trying to kick both feet just for the sake of it so hilarious i wonder if that makes special teams almost not even i don't want to say not even try to block it but just sit back and like we're just going to work on you know the return instead of sending folks for a block here yeah i think we got pretty like pretty similar rush looks for the whole season um pretty much had to send like sort of two off each edge just to close the kick um and if they don't then like i'm going to hold the ball so it's it's all like goes hand in hand to um give them our giving our boys time to get down there and cover the punt and um if they do rush then i've just got to put it up a bit higher so like it's all it's all relative and it's been sort of fun to to learn that and feel the rush and understand where they're going to come from and stuff like that. But um, we definitely did pretty well in terms of limiting returns this season. So that was definitely something to be happy about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how about culturally? Was it, was it tough at all or were there things that you, you know, loved or hated when you came over here? Yeah, it was definitely tough. I mean, it took me a good couple of months to actually get comfortable. I mean, even probably Six months, I guess. Like once I moved off campus, I lived in Stokely for the first semester just to get used to everything. And um, once I got out of there, it sort of become better. I had my own car and stuff like that and could sort of explore what I guess Knoxville had to offer um, rather than sort of just football, dorm, class, football, dorm, class, walk to get food and stuff like that. So, I mean, it definitely did take time and a few things to get used to, but I'm definitely comfortable now. And this season I had a fair few friends come over and family come over. So that was awesome. And I'll get to go home and after our bowl game as well. So look forward to that. Be great. Uh, who would you say is probably, I was trying to think about it right before you came on. Who's the most famous or even the best Australian actor. Do you have like a favorite? Um, Hugh Jackman. Okay. So there's Hugh Jackman. There's uh, Nicole Kidman, Close. Heath Ledger. Margot Robbie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she's Crocodile probably... Dundee. Yeah, you got him as well. Um, there's Bluey. Bluey? I mean, that's just that's just quality programming. Yeah, it is. As a parent, I can really appreciate Bluey. We watch it and it's just like, this is, this is actually hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. All right, man. So one question I do ask everybody, share with me, and I bet you're going to have a great one, uh, one unforgettable sports memory 
Uh, but it, it doesn't even have to be as an athlete. It could be uh, as a spectator. If you got one. Mm-hmm. Well, I have quite a few. I mean, it's fortunate enough to go to a lot of Australian Open Grand Slam, like finals and stuff like that growing up. Wow. I watched some good, good tennis, definitely. Um, I'm going to probably name a few here. I don't know if you don't mind. Um, I won a high school football premiership when I was in my senior year at high school which is pretty special with my closest mates and stuff like that. Um, and then obviously coming over here, like Bama last year is pretty, pretty cool. Um, never seen anything like that and probably never will again. Um, and then, I mean, this year was, I think Texas A&M, Texas A&M was really cool. Um, sort of putting that punt on the one and then D Williams scoring after me. That was like, where I sort of thought like I've arrived kind of thing, if that makes sense. Just like, like, yeah. like I actually had a, a real role to play in a score. And I mean, we were down 10, seven at that stage in the third quarter. So like it was definitely a big momentum changer. So that was pretty special to be a part of. You get credit like after that D Williams touchdown or people coming over and like, you know, yeah, giving you a nudie yeah, and smacking, smacking you at the bottom. Yeah, for sure. Which is definitely makes you feel good about it. Yeah, man. Um, well, uh, we'll be in touch and, uh, I really do want to have you out to the facility. I was talking to our owner about it and I was like, this is a guy cause you're so athletic. Yeah. Um, uh, I actually, oh. um, I stayed at, stayed at Will Bartholomew's house a couple of times in Nash. Really? Yeah. So like obviously no Titus who's dating Nolan, his daughter. So, um, yeah, I spent a bit of time with Will and Kelly and the fam. Will, uh, I got to spend some time around him with our corporate summit recently and he yeah. is a bit of a silly goose he yeah is, he's a, he's funny isn't he yeah he's a he's a funny guy but obviously a great businessman but yeah uh, well that's uh that's great but so i mean mm. so many guys um even come so there was a punter joe doyle yeah do you know joe yeah i've met him a couple of times okay so he he came and was doing some like uh prep for his uh combine last year i see yeah yeah nice That's funny. Yeah. all right man well i appreciate it buddy jackson thank you, uh, have a good you. i will you have a good night see you, man. all right thank you so much for checking out this episode I gotta say big thank you to jackson ross for joining me on the show please go follow him on social media and follow this show on tiktok and instagram at no playbook pod 